This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. How about Super Bowl MVP odds at BetMGM? And if you have an internet connection, you can check those out right now. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes is your favorite at plus 325, followed by Joe Burrow at plus 350. Jalen Hurts also plus 350. Going down the list, Brock Purdy at plus 650. And Christian McCaffrey, 14 to 1. So plenty of players here. And we've seen a little bit of change, not a ton from last week, although Jamar Chase has gone from 50 to 1 to 25 to 1. Where would you put your money on Super Bowl MVP? Yeah, I already put a little something down on Jalen Hurts when he was plus 950. Because like I've said, this is an Eagles team that was completely dominant during the regular season. They had a little stretch there where Jalen Hurts was hurt. But even during those games, you know, even with Gardner Minshew, this is a team that still looked very, very good. So I still am on the Eagles train. I think if they win, it's going to be Jalen Hurts at least getting the ball to guys, making some plays with his feet. And that's been the key turnaround this season. I know they went out and got a ton of pieces, but that's the difference that we've seen, the progression of Jalen Hurts. So I think for me, it's all about Jalen Hurts. It has shortened as it's gotten to just plus 350. But still, I think Jalen Hurts is the guy that I'm going to roll with. Yeah, I think that's right. I think it's probably the way I would go as well. But I understand why Patrick Mahomes is the favorite, just because you feel like if the Chiefs advance, then he's due to have a monster game. But then so is Jalen Hurts. It ultimately comes down to, I was talking to the guys in Houston about this yesterday, because this is such an interesting market in that you can make a case for a lot of guys. The question is, all right, which team is going to make the Super Bowl? And which team will not? And right now, it's really, really close. And also, you can make a couple bets because you're talking about a lot of plus money here and still come out on top. Is that something you would consider? Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I'm just going to roll with Jalen Hurts for now, maybe because I want to be able to bet some things once the Super Bowl rolls around. And I don't want a bunch of dead bets going into this. Mm -hmm. And I think the only sabotage factor is sometimes, occasionally, we'll see some guy who's not a quarterback who wins this award. If you look over the last 16 Super Bowls, 11 have been quarterbacks, though. So only five times over the last 16 has an MVP of the Super Bowl not been somebody uh, who wasn't a quarterback. We've had three wide receivers and two linebackers. So knowing that, is there anybody kind of off the reservation that you think uh, could be a sabotage factor here? Because for the Chiefs, if you do think it's the Chiefs that win it, I think the narrative is probably saying Patrick Mahomes. But if he's hurt and he's kind of limping around, and Travis Kelsey has a huge game, which, oh, yeah. by the way, he's been an absolute monster in the postseason. I, I think it's eight straight games with over 90-plus mm-hmm. receiving yards, eight straight postseason games. So maybe Travis Kelsey at uh, plus 2,500. I was going to say look at that and also Debo Samuel. If you're looking for a lot of value here, and we know how talented he is, and we know he can go off at any time. Christian is probably the play right now. He's 14-1 to to win Super Bowl MVP. But if you're looking for more of a deeper, more value play, I like your boy Debo because who knows what can happen in the Super Bowl. And oftentimes, yeah, we see a quarterback win it, but every now and then someone pops up and surprises us. He certainly has the talent to do that. What about most playoff passing yards, including the Super Bowl? Joe Burrow, plus 110. Brock Purdy, plus 120. You have Patrick Mahomes at 9-1. to one, Jalen Hurts at 12-1. to one. And if you're saying to yourself, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes at 9-1. to one, Well, the problem with that is because he was injured last week and missed a lot of that game, 
against the Jags, I believe, and I could be off here, I think he only had like 125 yards passing. So, yeah, great value, but you're playing from behind here. Yeah, if you look at the standings right now in overall postseason passing yards, Josh Allen leads the way, which we know he's mm -hmm. not playing any more games, but then it's Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy actually has the most passing yards of any quarterback on this list right now at 546. Then you look at Joe Burrow, who is at 451. I think because his first game, he didn't really have a big passing game, uh, I think, against the Ravens. And then further down the list, like you said, Patrick Mahomes only has 195 yards. Jalen Hurts at 154. So it's an uphill climb for Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. However, the key metric is, do you think one of these guys will get an extra game throw in, thrown in there? Because, you know, two of these guys are not going to play in the Super Bowl. So I think it really hinges on, like, clearly have a lot of liability uh, pending on the Eagles. Like, a lot of Eagles bets. Yeah. Um. But maybe Brock Purdy at plus 120, just because he's way ahead of everybody else on this list right now. I feel like that's probably right. But also, I don't think the Niners, well, I don't know. It depends on how you think the games are going to go this weekend, because I would obviously go with Joe Burrow, but you have to believe that the Bengals are going to advance and that the Niners will not. I think that's going to happen. But now we're seeing some interesting line movement in that Bengals-Chiefs game. So I might just stay away from that one because not a ton of value there. Let's move to most playoff rushing yards, also including the Super Bowl. Not surprisingly, Christian McCaffrey, plus 125. Joe Mixon, plus 250. Miles Sanders, plus 550. Isaiah Pacheco, plus 650. What's interesting here is that I think there's a little bit of value on Joe Mixon, but what worries me is, is that he was very good against Buffalo. But if you look back during the regular season, Chelsea, he really wasn't utilized nearly as much as he was last season. Oh, yeah. And he's definitely somebody who can go out there and give you a three yards per carry night. So he's a little hard right. to trust, but he does have a lot of yards. He's right behind Christian McCaffrey. Right now, Christian McCaffrey has 154. Joe Mixon at 144. Jinx, I was just thinking about this, and I'm trying to think while talking is there a way that you can kind of play these and also like hedge? Like you could take, you know, Christian McCaffrey to lead the yardage way, but also like have things on the Eagles. I feel like there's some way mm. to do the math, uh, even though it's plus 125. Because if you look at this, it's really, you know, a four person race. You know, it's not, right. there's not a whole lot of uh, volatility in this one just because Christian McCaffrey is far and away, you know, ahead in this one. And I don't think that uh, Debo Samuel is going to catch him or Elijah Mitchell. Like it's going to be, yeah. he's going to be the guy for San Francisco. And the same could be said for Joe Mixon. Like they do have other running backs, but it's Joe Mixon who's squarely running back number one. So I feel like there's a way that you can play this and also make some money, but I've got to think on it because this math is very hard at 5.32 a.m. Central Time. Oh. I know. Even when I'm doing simple math, sometimes when I'm adding up the totals on these basketball games to see if they went over or under, what do I do? I bring up the calculator on my computer. I'm like, Michael, you're, I'm so ashamed. Of, like, I'm ashamed of myself. I'm like, this is simple addition. At some point, I feel like I need to stretch my brain and not pull up a calculator for simple addition. And what do I do? I take the easy road. Most playoff receiving yards, Chelsea, also including the Super Bowl at BetMGM. This is one of the more interesting markets, I think. Jamar Chase, your favorite at plus 150. There's your guy, Debo, at plus 225. Travis Kelsey, plus 650. George Kittle, 10 to 1. A.J. Brown, 20 to 1. 
I'm thinking that may, maybe Travis Kelsey, but I don't know. He's a touchdown machine more than he is more of a, of a yardage guy. Like, he's going to score. He scored the third most touchdowns in postseason history, regardless of position. Had two last week, one from Mahomes, one from Chad Henney. But I don't know if I like him in the receiving yardage market here. What do you think? Well, he's also playing from behind because right now, Travis Kelsey, since he has played one fewer game than Debo Samuel, sits at 98 yards. Debo Samuel right now has 178 postseason yards, uh, followed by Jamar Chase at 145 uh, because the Bengals also did not have that first round bye. So I think for me, it's probably Jamar Chase. I think he can catch Debo Samuel, and also I think the Bengals might have the better shot at going to the Super Bowl, especially with Patrick Mahomes hobbled. So Jamar Mm -hmm. Chase is the number one guy for a reason. I don't think anybody stops him. Maybe the sabotage factor is that the Bengals have multiple, like, quote-unquote, number one receivers. Like, you know, I guess you could say that Tyler Boyd's probably, like, a square number two. But T. Higgins is pretty damn good, too. So it's not just... Uh, a 1A situation, or it's not just a number one situation where it's going to be Jamar Chase. Like, if he's guarded pretty closely, you know, Joe Burrow can get it to anybody else and still have a quote-unquote number one receiver. But for me, if I had to choose, I think it would be Jamar Chase. Yeah, I think so too. And it also depends, again, on how you think the game is going to go. Let me ask you this, and before we get to break here, and we'll, we'll break down this weekend's games before we get to them on Sunday, but when you look at the Bengals-Chiefs game in particular, the line movement has been really fascinating, Chelsea, because it opened with the Bengals getting two and a half points, right? And even Jason Scott said on Monday, we might have the wrong number here. Well, betters agreed because they hammered Cincinnati. Yesterday, the Bengals were laying two and a half points. Now we're seeing money come back in on the Chiefs, and the Bengals are just a point and a half favorite. So when you see line movement like this where, look, we all expect a close game. And then it was all Bengals, and then that Chiefs money came in. Does that change your view of how this game will go, which in turn would affect who you think is going to come home on these player props? No, because we'll see this line move throughout the week. And it's going to go back and forth, and a lot of it is hinging on the reports we get out of Kansas City. And some mm-hmm. of these could be, you know, completely misleading. We'll see, like, oh, well, Patrick Mahomes was spotted at practice. You know, but, like, he could still be only 60%. So, yes, this line is swinging a lot, but it hasn't got past the key number of three. So I don't think it's really changed my opinion too much uh, in like a straight-up betting this against the spread type of sense, but maybe in the teaser market because I think you take whoever is the underdog in this one and you mm-hmm. tease it because I do think we're going to see a close game. And these lines are yeah, pretty we- sharp. Yeah, I totally agree. And when you're talking about two great quarterbacks like this, as we've seen in previous playoff games like last year, sometimes it's whoever has the ball last. That could certainly be the case with a line this tight. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.